Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. And this weekend, we want to catch up and find out what's new with our friends at Albertina Kerr. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Allison Stark. Allison is the CEO of Albertina Kerr. Hey there, Allison. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So Albertina Kerr is one of those nonprofits in Portland that's been around for a very, very long time. Tell us about Albertina Kerr. Yeah, so we were actually established in 1907 right here in Portland, Oregon. We are one of the largest and oldest human service providers in the Pacific Northwest. We currently support individuals in 24-hour residential care um, with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We provide employment services and follow-along coaching for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And we offer short-term crisis psychiatric care and community-based outpatient mental health services for children's teen and teens and their families. Okay. And you're actually quite new to the organization, aren't you? I am. I started, this is my fifth week um, in the role, and I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Um, I left uh, my, my state, the state of Illinois to take the job at Albertina Kerr. Previously, I was the state director of developmental disabilities in the state of Illinois. What draws you to this type of work? So I've spent my entire career working with people with disabilities. Um, I started my, my first job out of school was a case manager working with older adults, people with disabilities and individuals with uh, challenging mental health issues. And the whole role that I had was to help facilitate their desire for their life and their their focus in their life. And I feel like at every point in my career, whether I was a case manager or program manager, I've previously been a CEO of a nonprofit in Illinois, and then at the state of Illinois, my job has been to facilitate um, where people want to go. And whether that's an individual deciding how they live their life um, to an organization, you know, charting its next path. That has been my role in, in the world, in my, in my work world. And I think Albertina Kerr has just this amazing history of being such a strong advocate um, for people with, you know, considerable needs, as well as a really strong service array um, that really helps people kind of live self-determined lives in their communities. So I've been, I'm extraordinarily honored uh, to be the seventh leader of this organization. The seventh leader in that many years. That's amazing. It is amazing. It is it is unbelievable. And the first woman, technically. So I'm very wow. excited um, about that as well. Excellent. Well, congratulations. And it sounds like you probably will be around for quite a while since there's only been seven of you. 
You'll have to yeah. stick it out for another 25 years or so, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I can only hope. How are you like in Portland? Oh, I love Portland. Um, I'm originally from Montana, um, and then I spent some time in Boulder, Colorado, and my husband and I joke that we got caught in Illinois for 18 years. <laughs> and, I, and I love Illinois, but it doesn't have the green spaces that you have in Portland. So um, I'm very much enjoying the outdoors, getting outside, um, the sun. I know it will be going away shortly, uh, but I'm really excited to be here. Excellent. Well, again, welcome to Portland. Thank you. Now, we are kind of coming out of the pandemic. I think a lot of people think we're definitely on the outside of the pandemic, right? So what's been happening uh, lately with Albertina Kerr? Well, I think we're starting to establish a new normal. Um, I, I think that COVID-19 has had impacts in, you know, on all the individuals that we serve in our different program areas. So when you're talking about people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, they've been really disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. And, you know, why I say that is, you know, while individuals, you know, with IDD, and that's short for intellectual and developmental disabilities, are not inherently more at risk um, of getting COVID-19, they do have a lot of risk factors that make them more susceptible, like living in a group setting or attending group activities. Um, there's also a lot of individuals with IDD that have co-occurring health issues that make them more susceptible to potentially adverse outcomes if they were to get COVID-19. And so, you know, the challenge is, is that, you know, individuals that needed support to have more integrated lives, to have more activities, you know, outside of their home or, or outside of their family life um, has been more, even more challenging for them. You know, we've all been, a normalized experience has, has been to feel isolated by COVID-19. But if you're an individual with intellectual and developmental disabilities, that really depends on other staff support or some sort of support to get outside and be active and engage with others, you are, are dealing with it in a, in a little bit more um, intense way. In addition, you know, some people with IDD don't really know um, how to take or, or respond to people wearing masks around them or the social distancing. And so there's been a lot of changes and a lot of support that has been needed for this population to kind of navigate this new normal. What I can share is that people are now starting to really get back to their normal lives and they're so much happier. Um, I was talking to uh, uh, one of the individuals that we support and she was saying that, you know, she is an advocate. And one of the things about being a self-advocate and, and raising awareness about herself and others with people with disabilities is that, you know, she, during COVID-19, her only avenues to do that were online. And that was really hard for her because the online, you know, format isn't really as, as helpful to her and it's harder for her to communicate. And so she was very excited that she was going to be able to start going out and giving more presentations and engaging with others and doing more of that self-advocacy work in person. I think on the children's mental health services side, you know, the COVID-19 impact has really disrupted a lot of social networks for youth um, and caused a lot more isolation and anxiety. So one of the things that our therapists are currently working on is how do we adjust our supports and services and our, and our therapeutic approach to working with these teens because we're seeing an uptick in substance use, we're seeing an uptick in kind of more social isolating behaviors, and so we're really trying to navigate a new normal to make sure that our services are responsive to the COVID-19 pandemic and its impacts. Well, I know for myself and my friends that I've spoken to, um, when we started to get back together again in social settings, it, it felt really awkward. Like, oh gosh, I don't know how to interact with people or talk to people or how do I be social again? So what has that been like for your clients? 
Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think that, you know, for many individuals with IDD, especially those on the autism spectrum, you know, social situations are already challenging to navigate um, and COVID-19 has not helped. Uh, So the new normal, you know, when do you mask? When do you not mask? You know, sometimes the people that we support need very specific guidance and direction. And so what we have been trying to do is lend that support, lend that ability to, you know, create context for some of these social situations that they may encounter and encourage them to, you know, try to navigate that social awkwardness as best as we all can at this point. We're talking today with Allison Stark, CEO of Albertina Kerr, the actual brand new CEO of Albertina Kerr. Now, Allison, uh, let's talk about how Kerr helps people with IDD find employment. Yeah, so I think this is one of uh, the great things that Albertina Kerr does. I'm a super passionate advocate of employment for people with um, intellectual and developmental disabilities. So when I say employment, I mean competitive integrated employment. And so what, what does that mean? Well, it means that the pay that they receive for their work is at or above minimum wage. And it is commensurate. It's a commensurate wage, meaning it's the same wage that a person without a disability would be paid for the same job. In addition, it also is needs to be community integrated, meaning you're working with people, you know, maybe there are other people with disabilities there, but there's also people that don't have, have disabilities. And so we at Kerr help people find jobs in competitive integrated employment. And according to the National Core Indicators, which is, a, you know, a national survey that's collected annually, and it, it looks at the impacts of services and supports on people with um, IDD. Only 18% of adults with IDD are employed in competitive integrated employment. And so, you know, Kerr is working to change that. We're working to really get more individuals with IDD in employment. We, we believe in it. Um, we think it's a way to integrate and have more inclusive work environments. And I think it helps both people with IDD and it also helps the people that they work with. We're currently supporting about 118 people right now that are in either uh, looking for jobs or they're already employed. And we have about a 90% success rate of of matching um, an individual to a position so that they are successful um, and that they don't leave the job within six to nine months. And so we want we see long term, you know, engagement in the employment world and in the right jobs um, after we place them. So we've all seen that uh, many employers around the area are having a hard time filling positions. Is that become beneficial to your clients? To be honest, it actually is. Um, you know, I would say that there are there are a lot of job opportunities right now for individuals with IDD, and in a lot of ways, they're really they, they're really great employees. They they don't they want to work. Um, they want to get into, especially some of our uh, individuals that haven't uh, had a job yet. They want to get into those entry level positions, and they're willing um, to work really hard and and really do a, a phenomenal job. So it, it has been a good labor market for us right now from that perspective. Well, and talk a little bit more about it from the employer perspective. What's it like for them to have a person with IDD on staff and and why should they hire them? Yeah. So, you know, we really promote neurodiversity in the workplace. Um, People think about things in lots of different ways. And I think individuals with IDD or autism bring a different perspective to work. Um, It also makes the workplace more inclusive because you have to think about how to communicate things in different ways. So I think it just brings a richness to the work environment. I also think, you know, it's very interesting when you, you know, I've had the pleasure of being able to talk to a lot of people with IDD 
see over the years that have had jobs in the community and when they share their experience, it's pretty amazing and and kind of illuminating. I had um, this one gentleman I worked with um, several years ago and he had never had a job and his we uh, supported him to apply for a position at a grocery store and he started as a bagger. And then after several weeks, he was such a great bagger, he got to start helping with stocking. And then a little bit after that, they gave him some additional, you know, positions within within the grocery store. And I sat down with him, and this was an individual who um, was was had autism, and he was very, um, you know, uh, very uh, straightforward and, and a little routinized, and he really liked his his schedule and things in order. And I asked him how his job was going, and he said to me, "I love my job." so much. And I said, well, tell me why, why do you love your job so much? And he said, every day is different when I go to work. Sometimes I work bagging groceries. Sometimes I work stocking the shelves. They're even saying that I might get to work the cash register. I'll get to see new people. I see new people every day and it is amazing. And I think when he said that, I just, I loved his different perspective, his different take on, you know, working at the grocery store and I said, well, that's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. And he said, but that's not all. And I said, oh, what else, what else do you have for me? And he said, the other thing is, is that this is the first time in my life I think I'll have enough money to be more independent and be able to move out and get my own apartment. And he goes, I realized I could do that because I help people in my job. And I said, well, what do you mean you help people? He's like, well, people come to me and they ask me what aisle the beans are on. Or they ask me to help them carry their groceries out. And I get to do that. And he said, my whole life, people have been helping me. And now I get to help others. And this was devastating in all the right ways um, for me, hearing him say that. Um, because I think some people might say this is a job working in a grocery store, but really our jobs are our lives. They are how we identify ourselves many ways in the world. And this individual got so much value out of these positions. And I'll tell you, he was an honest to God success story. Um, he moved on out of uh, that role. He, he took a different role, at, I believe at a Walgreens. Um, he got, he did get his own apartment. He, he ended up living more independently with less staff support. He got a cat. Um, the last time I talked to him, he shared he had gone to Florida by himself on an airplane and uh, did a, you know, a grand tour of um, some of the parks there. And it just was really amazing that it all started from getting a job at a grocery store. Wow. That is a great story, Allison. Thank you. That must keep you doing what you do. It does. It really does keep me going. So we're talking today with Allison Stark, CEO of Albertina Kerr. Uh, talk to us about some of the programs at Albertina Kerr. Yeah, well, one of our newest programs that, that or it, it, we're restarting, I should say, it's not new, but is our Project Search program. So Project Search is actually a national model um, that has traditionally been used um, with individuals with autism, um, but has been adapted to individuals more generally with IDD. And it's a nine-month internship program at um, a workplace, and individuals go through different internships over that nine-month period, um, and then they gain necessary work skills so that they are able to find a job in the community. One of the biggest challenges with supporting individuals with IDD to find employment is that you ask them what they want to do and they don't know because they don't have the work experience to rely on or, or you know, the understanding of what that work experience might look like to be able to make that decision. I think one of the things that's um, 
you know, we, we take for granted with our, with our typically developed children is that a lot of them get to do babysitting or they get to be a camp counselor. They get a lot of pre-employment skill building that people with intellectual and developmental disabilities don't get. And so there's a sense that as our um, youth age, they kind of have a general sense of, I want to work with people. I want to work with numbers. I want to work in this setting or that setting. And so programs like Project Search are important because they give individuals with IDD the opportunity to try out different things. So our newest project search program will be opening on October 3rd. We've got 10 interns that will be uh, rotating through positions at the Multnomah County Human Services, which is an amazing new partner for us. They will rotate through four divisions, preschool and early learning, aging, disability, and veteran services, IDD services, and youth and family services. And they will be doing various roles. So they will be filling um, in as a receptionist, uh, support worker for payroll, digitizing files, um, some administrative tasks. So they'll get a sense of what it would be like to work in these different environments. And then at the end of this nine-month process, we actually work to put them in a long-term job. But then they have a little bit more skills, a little bit more on their resume, and they have a little bit more direction as to what they want to do long-term. And these programs are incredibly successful. They're nationally validated. Um, and I'm really excited that Kerr does this you know, here in Oregon. If an employer out there listening right now wants to get involved in Project Search, how do they do that? You can reach out to me. Um, I would love to um, have a conversation. We've had some, you know, great um, partners in the past. We worked with Kaiser Permanente. We um, are currently working with a couple. We have a, a few irons in the fire with some of our larger employers. So, you know, we would love to have um, an employer that is interested in hosting these nine-month internships. We do all the heavy lifting on the sense of, you know, being able to support the individual on the job, having job coaches present. So we can, we can really make it easy, but it's a really wonderful opportunity to give experiences to individuals with IDD. Uh, in the information that was sent to me before this interview, it says here that Kerr's Workforce and Inclusive Housing Project has opened. Tell us about that. It has. So this is actually our newest uh, project. We, uh, are great. we, we uh, officially opened, I believe, uh, last month. But we, uh, with our partners, built um, 150 units of affordable housing um, on our, the northwest corner of Albertina Kerr's Gresham campus. So this is actually where it's located is actually on the former footprint of the Wynn Watts School. Um, we had a this is actually kind of an interesting side story. So the, so the housing development is called Wynn Watts Commons, and it was in honor of the school. But the school was in honor of Dr. Thomas Wynn Watts, who was a physician and a former Kerr board member um, in the early 1900s. And actually, he gave a lot of uh, support as a physician to Kerr and the people that Kerr served during the um, flu influenza epidemic of 1915. And so because of his service, we opened a school um, a number of years ago, which has since closed. And now we have named our affordable housing complex after him as well. So he is being uh, continuing to be honored. But the Winds Watts Commons is actually a pretty innovative uh, project for us. It's, it's kind of a little bit of a um, a, a departure from some of our, you know, what we have been doing and into the kind of future of where, where we're moving towards. People with intellectual and developmental disabilities are really interested in, in being able to live in apartments on their own and bringing services to them. The challenge 
is that there aren't a lot of housing developments that actually have units that are accessible to people with disabilities. If someone's in a wheelchair or if someone needs some accessible features in the home, nor can many apartments be affordable to people with IDD. Individuals with IDD tend to have lower incomes than, you know, the national average. And so they do need subsidized housing. And so what we were able to do is of the 150 units, um, 120 are um, affordable housing, which means that individuals qualify if they um, earn 60% or less of the area median income. But we have 30 units that are specifically that are are for for very low income individuals, meaning they only spend 30 percent of their income to live in that housing. And we have developed them specifically for individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So they um, have lower counter heights. um, They have cooktops that pull out. We have cabinets that move up and down so that it is accessible um, to the residents that are living there. And they're also pre-wired with technology uh, by Simply Home that has electronic and remote sensors to help people be more independent. So, you know, this is a really exciting project. We're really excited to have it open and and we're we're filling up quickly. So are there services at WinWatts Commons or is this strictly just for living independently? That's a great question. There are absolutely services um, at WinWatts Commons. So, you know, I think that the way I like to explain it is that independent living means that you might not need 24-hour supervision, but it could mean that you need a little bit more support to remain independent. And so staff, either from Albertina Kerr or, you know, any other um, organization that serves individuals with IDD could potentially support someone if they might need help grocery shopping or doing some banking and budgeting. So there may be some intermittent supports that could be provided to the individual living in these units. But I think the other really important component of this is that we have outfitted the units in such a way to encourage people to have as much independence as possible. So, for example, um, one of the fears I often hear from family members when they're thinking about um, their loved one with IDD living in an apartment on their own is what happens if they don't turn off the oven, for instance. And so what's amazing about this technology product, Simply Home, is that you can actually place a sensor on the stove. And if the stove is on for more than an hour, it can actually, first, it will call the individual living in the apartment. And they'll call you on the phone and say, you know, hey, just making sure you know that the oven's been on for an hour. You know, did you mean to leave it on? If the person doesn't answer, then it can call, the system can call a caregiver and it will alert the caregiver. And that could be a paid caregiver. It could be a family member. It could be Albertina Kerr. And then we can, you know, send someone over there. We can go and check in. But this is the amazing component of technology. Whereas we may say, well, someone might not be ready to be independent. These are giving us tools to allow people the option to be independent with some safeguards in place to ensure that they're, that they're living safely but that they can be live out that self-determined life. And I think that is so important that people with IDD are given the opportunity to live alone if they want or have maybe just one roommate, but to use these, these, um, this technology to really allow them to be independent. That's super cool. Wow, that sounds great. We've got a couple of minutes, Allison. I want you to talk about how, how our listeners can help out, and I want to hear more about curb bikes and boats. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of ways people can help out. First, um, we always love volunteers. One of the things that we're working on right now is really rebuilding our volunteer opportunities to work with um, our individuals with IDD, um, helping out with some of those social activities, um, gifts around the holidays. I think there's a lot of ways people can really engage directly with our mission. Um, another way that you guys, uh, you know, your listeners could engage with us is by um going to Kerr Bikes and Boats. Um, so many people don't know this, but Albertina Kerr actually has a what's called a social enterprise, meaning we actually operate Kerr Boats and Bikes, which rents um, bikes and surreys and tandems, and we've expanded to the boat side of things in one of our locations. Um, and all of the money raised through this business actually comes directly back to Albertina Kerr in support of our mission. So we have Kerr Boats and Bikes, which is in the Red Shed near OMSI, and then we have um, on the Tom McCall Waterfront Park, um, we have an, a, an area that only rents bikes. Um, but both locations have your electric bikes, your tandems, your surreys. And then the other exciting thing that I, I want to mention about uh, Kerr Boats and Bikes is that we also have a partnership with the Portland Bureau of Transportation and Nike at our OMSI location where we have Adaptive Bike Town. Um, I love this because, you know, everything we do at Kerr always has to integrate back into our mission. And, you know, we wouldn't want to rent bikes just for people that were, you know, able to ride a bike, you know, I guess, uh, you know, non-disabled individuals, but we've actually included people with disabilities as well. So we actually at this location have adaptive bikes for people with physical disabilities, this is one of the like only uh, there's a handful of bike share programs across the country that include adaptive bikes. Um, and our staff actually work to customize the ride for each individual that comes in. We have free parking on site there. Um, and we also even have a place to sort people's mobility devices like their wheelchairs so that they're able to safely keep, you know, whatever they use on a day to day basis so that they can then use one of the adaptive bikes. We also make it extremely affordable um, for people with disabilities. The first hour is free, and then their rates are as low as $5 an hour after that. So this is a phenomenal um, relationship that we have with the Portland Bureau of Transportation and Nike, and we're really, we're really lucky and, and excited that we're able to offer this to people with disabilities. Gosh, so much going on at Albertina Kerr. No wonder you wanted to come and be the new CEO. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, Allison. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you. I've been, I've appreciated being here today. We've been talking with Allison Stark, CEO of Albertina Kerr. Thanks again. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 